Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. It's time to celebrate. It's Yom Ma'ud, Israel Independence Day. Today is the 75th birthday of the State of Israel. Shave 
Thank you. 
Seasons come, seasons go, and people never seem to know how long it will rain, it will shine. Let them ask what will be, it doesn't mean a thing to me, I know what to do when you are mine. Any time of the year, I can look in your eyes, and the rain in the sky doesn't fall. Any time of the year you are here in my arms there is sunshine no time at all Bashana baha nesheva la hanir pese felispor si porin no de do yeladi bekhusha It comes and then it's spring And hardly worth remembering Dark clouds looking fair in the blue Shades of brown, shades of green They always paint a lonely scene Until I am walking with you Any time of the year I can look in your eyes And the rain in the sky doesn't fall time of the year you are here in my arms there is sunshine in no time at all I'm 
J.M. in the A.M. Yishai Rebo on Yishai Achla'am. Bashana Haba'av from Yafa Yarkoni. Lakat Pikud Hatzafon with Kumit Alech Ba'aretz. Nolanti Shalom Lakat Chamsha. Naomi Shemers Al Kol Eile. Hallelujah. Done by Chalavu Dvash. Odlo Hafti Dai. That was Yoram Gaon. The Parvarim with Hava Nagila. Eretz, Eretz with Ilanit. You heard Hora done by Avi Toledano. And of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday as we celebrate the 75th birthday of the State of Israel on this Yomatz Mood 5783. If you would have told. If you would have told any average Jewish person. 80 years ago that we would be enjoying the 75th anniversary of the amazing great state of Israel in 2023. What would they have told you? If you would have told a Jew in 1943 that this is what the Jewish people would look like 80 years later. That five years from now, meaning in 1948, there would be a state of Israel. And it would survive miraculously with the tremendous supervision of the one above and the incredible miracles that he will perform. It will survive and thrive. 
and get to an era where it is one of the most powerful powerhouses on the planet, what would they have said to you? What would Jews have said in the darkest depths of despair just a few short decades ago about the prospects of there being a state of Israel? Can we communicate this message to our colleagues and to the younger generation? Maybe. I hope so. It's one of the reasons we make such a big deal about Yom Ha'atzmaut. I wish we could make as big a deal as they do in Israel with the incredible celebrations and fun and barbecues and, and unity and love that hopefully is, uh, is um, enveloping the day. But uh, it is hard to believe that it's 75 years and that the beloved state of Israel is the way it is. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Can't say Baruch Hashem enough times. Can't can't say Hallel enough times. I'm not saying that politically or <laughs> to cause problems with those who don't want to say Hallel. Don't, you don't want to say Hallel today, don't say Hallel. Just acknowledge how great a miracle it is. Someone said to me yesterday that that the animosity that existed 15, 20, 25, 30 years ago by some people in the worldwide Jewish community toward Israel or toward Zionism or toward making the state of Israel such an important part of our lives and acknowledging that it's the future of the Jewish people. The, the people that, that exuded animosity to that whole concept, that whole thing has gone. That whole thing has drifted away. And how I hope that that's true, and I, and I think it is true to a large degree. And now people, Jews of all stripes, are able to at least acknowledge that the Israeli soldiers are protecting all of us throughout the world and doing a remarkable job protecting our land, and that the state of Israel is a wonderful place not only to visit but to consider for a permanent home. And with all the problems we have, we wouldn't give any of this up for anything. And um, I acknowledge that this person was in fact correct. There is a negative attitude that used to exist among some people in our community, some of our brothers and sisters, that thank God is just not there anymore. Everyone in their own way is acknowledging, thank God, how important Israel is and how wonderful it is, how wonderful it is. They may not do this, it may not do that, it may not acknowledge this, it may not acknowledge that. It's become more and more irrelevant, more and more irrelevant. Uh, this time of year is hard for me because I so miss my dear friend, Mayor Weingarten, who was an amazing partner in all of this. In fact, I would love to be able to bring up this topic with him because it's one of the topics we discussed so many times, 5, 10, 20 years ago, uh, about you know different attitudes toward Israel and how at least people should acknowledge the greatness of this day and, and, and the greatness of the state. And um, he would enjoy knowing that uh, that 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 whole barrier uh, that used to exist is is really um, is really almost non-existent anymore. Um, so, those of you who are longtime listeners, you know just how uh, you know how important Mayor Weingarten's contribution to this program always was, but especially on a day like today. 
And I have to thank Avrami. Avrami has spent countless hours going through old recordings to pick out some of the real highlights of Mayer's presentations here at JM in the AM. So we are going to continue next on this Yom HaTzma'ud, on this Israel Independence Day, a day that we hope to speak to Rabbi Tarragon in Israel. We'll speak to our chairman, Ralph Rosenbaum, who's in Israel, to celebrate 75. We will speak to um, students from the Yeshiva of Flatbush about last night's event. Uh, Rabbi Benji Kramer is scheduled to join us with some thoughts about today. We'll do all of that coming up on this Yom HaTzma'ud special. Um, and yes, I was planning originally to be in Israel for this 75th anniversary. And unfortunately, as has happened too many times before, <laughs> my uh, present foot situation uh, did not allow for me to go back uh, this week. But I am here in the United States, and thank God we have plenty of people who are going to be checking in from Israel. And we're able to bring the spirit of Israel to the diaspora through this incredible venue. And I thank you all for tuning in. So here's Mayer with uh, some thoughts on one of our prior Yom Hatzma'uts, one of our prior Israel Independence Days here at JM in the AM.
That is the uh, Pasuk that Simon was talking about from Israel, Odeshvu, here at JM in the AM. Performed by Mordechai Ben David, by the way. You know what's uh, amazing about it? That I was speaking with Rabbi Kramer this morning before he was on the air. Um, so when we think about the Psukim, so many different psukim about the geula, about the ultimate redemption. Vagarza imkeves, right? And right. and you beat your plowshares and swords into plowshares and blah. But you know what this pasuk has in it? Everyday life. That's the beauty. Everyday life. Children are going to play in the streets and they won't have fear. And that is an amazing bracha of geula. And Rabbi Akiva says, "I see that happening. Mm-hmm. I see that coming true." And we see it coming true. We, we are living the script that... Pretty amazing is right. The script, as Mayor Weingarten referred to it, the script is actually being, uh, being played out on a regular day or on a Yom Ha'atzma'ut day in Israel. Children play in the streets and daily life goes on. A uh, prophetic piece of our history and of our scripture... And we get to see it true happening every single day in Israel. Some of the thoughts that Mayor Weingarten uh, shared with us over the years we will uh, feature here on a uh, Wednesday morning Yom HaTzmo'ut special here at JMA. And more coming up on a Yom HaTzmo'ut number 75 at JM in the AM.
Jam and the Am with Soul Farm with a shout out to Noah Solomon, who was brilliant last night at the Mizrahi in New York City. Uh, kudos to everybody at the Mizrahi who had a role in securing the uh, incredible Noah Solomon Hallel and uh, concert. It was just great. Perfect way to celebrate 75 years. To the Nasi and the Rabbanit, the entire R family, and all those responsible for the um, evening at the Mizrahi last night. All I could say is Kolakavod was really wonderful, and Noah Solomon was just brilliant. Led a beautiful musical Hallel, led a wonderful musical Kumzitz in concert afterwards. Just great. Chai, done by Ofra Chaza. You heard Jew too with Am Yisrael Chai and the Israel Army Band had a Venu Shalom Aleichem as we celebrate 75 years. It is the morning of Yom Ha'atzmaut, day 20 in the counting of the Omer. Today is day number 20. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Again, today is day number 20 in the counting of the Omer. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Chag Sameach from JM the AM. ליצא על השעה שתיים, שלום רב באולפן עמית קלדרון עם מה שקורה עכשיו. העוד כבן שנה נהרג ושישה בני אדם נפצעו קשה בינוני וקל בהתנגשות שני כלי רכב מדרום לצומת הנגב. בין הפצועים ילד בן שש במצב קשה. צוותי כיבוי אש ואנשי מגן דוד אדום חילצו את הפצועים ופינו אותם למרכז הרפואי סורוקה בבאר שבע. כתב הנורא משנים הוסיף כי נבדק חשד שאחד מכלי הרכב סטה מהנתיב והתנגש ברכב שהגיע מולו. בעקבות התאונה, כביש 40 נחסם לתנועה מצומת הנגב לצומת משאבי שדה. כלת חידון התנ״ך לשנת תשפ"ג היא אמונה כהן, תלמידת כיתה י"א ממושב בני נצרים. כהן העפילה על 15 מתמודדים, בהן תשע מתמודדות. כך מוסר את כתבתנו יובל מילר. שר החינוך יואב קיש אמר באירוע כי משרד החינוך בראשותו יקדם יחס שונה מקודמתו כלפי לימודי התנ״ך. מגמה חדשה השואפת להתאים את תוכניות הלימוד לצורכיה של מדינת ישראל בעולם המשתנה, הובילה להיחלשות מעמדו של התנ״ך במערכת החינוך של ילדי ישראל, אמר קיש. לימוד התנ״ך אינו הדתה, לדבריו. שרת החינוך לשעבר יפעת שאשא ביטון הגיבה לדברים וכתבה חשוב ששר החינוך יכיר את עשרת הדיברות קל וחומר כשהוא מדבר בחידון התנ״ך העולמי מספיק עם השקרים. 
מטוס קרב מסוג F-35 אדיר נאלץ לנחות בבסיס חיל האוויר בדרום הארץ לאחר שנפגע מציפור במהלך מטס יום העצמאות. אין נפגעים, נזק קל נגרם למטוס. מוקדם יותר, מסוק קרב מסוג אפאצ'י שהשתתף במטס של חיל האוויר נחת באזור קיבוץ געש בעקבות תקלה. כתבנו דורון קדוש מציין כי בצה"ל מדגישים שבשני המקרים לא התבצעה נחיתת חירום. מטס חיל האוויר בו השתתפו יותר ממאה כלי טיס יגיע לסיומו בשעה הקרובה. עומסים באגנים הלאומיים. ברשות הטבע והגנים מעדכנים על עומסים בגנים הלאומיים גן השלושה, מעיין חרוד, פארק הכרמל ותל אשקלון, וממליצים שלא להגיע לאזור. בקק"ל מדווחים על עומס מטיילים ביער חולדה. גם פארק הקישון בחיפה נסגר לקהל בשל מספר רב של מבקרים. עדכוני תנועה מגלגלצ, כביש 40 לדרום עמוס מאוד מצומת עקרון עד צומת תל נוף, בכיוון ההפוך עמוס ממחלף גדרה עד תל נוף. כביש באר שבע חצרים עמוס לכיוון מוזיאון חיל האוויר, ובחיפה, הרצליה ותל אביב עומסי תנועה סמוך לחופי הים והטיילת. לכל מאזינינו, יום עצמאות שמח. אלה החדשות שעורכת ניב יגור. חוגגים 75 שנה של ישראליות?
number 75 with Yisrael Portnoy in a song entitled My Land everybody today we celebrate JM and the AM celebrating 75 years of the state of Israel. We'll check in with people who are in Israel later in our broadcast. I thank you for tuning in and celebrating with us. Ryan Bedry Kramer is with us live via telephone. We'll get his input in just a moment. I do want to take this out. I don't know if Rabbi Kramer has any uh, information regarding the diaspora representatives, but I can tell everybody that the International Bible Contest, which again was attended by the uh, Prime Minister of Israel, was won by Emuna Cohen of Benay Nitzarim. Emuna Cohen of Benay Nitzarim is the winner of the Chidon HaTanach. If anybody has information regarding uh, how the Americans slash members of the diaspora did, let us know. We're always anxious to congratulate them on the air on a Yom HaTzma'ut morning. Rabbi Benji Kramer, who of course hosts Meir Me Lim for us Mondays at 9 a.m. and has been a very important part of our programming regarding Israel for many years is with us live via telephone. A pleasure to welcome you back to JM and the AM and to say to you, Moadim L'Simcha L'Igulash Le'ma. Moadim L'Simcha L'Igulash Le'ma. Nachum and to all your listeners, today is a very special day, a unique day in all of, in thousands of years of Jewish history today represents a day that that changed the world more than anything else in 2000 years of Jewish history. Wow. And um and uh I wanted to share with you a thought um uh, based on Tehillim Kuf Taf that I don't know about you but I lo- you know everyone loves going to the Kotel. I'm not a big fan of going to the Kotel and davening when there are big crowds. I, I like <laughs> to go at times that's it's very quiet. More and, intimate um, surroundings. More intimate surroundings. I find it hard to concentrate when there are too many people around. <laughs> Even Tisha B'Av, when I've been there, I like to go like after midnight when people have already cleared out and it's more quiet. <clears throat> One of the things that I always say is this beautiful, beautiful Tehillim Kuf Bed. I'm not going to share the entire Tehillim with you, but it's the famous Shir HaMa'alot with David. And I'm just reminding everybody that this is Psalm 122, Psalm number 122. Sorry, correct. David Amelech talks about how he's he's so excited before the Beit Hamikdash was built. Even he's so excited that people say about him, "When is his son going to take over and build the Beit Hamikdash?" Wow. Beit Hashem Melech, let's go to the Beit Hamikdash. It's a fascinating. Uh, idea of continuity and the idea of, of generational continuity. David Melch Yisrael Chai Kayam, even after David's passing, <clears throat> there's a lot. There's a lot packed in there. But as we know, you know, we're celebrating uh, Yom Atzmaut. We're celebrating Zionism. The word Zion really means Zion. The word Zion really means Yerushalayim. But Yerushalayim, according to the Mishnayot in, in Masachat Kelim, is root of the Kedusha, of the holiness, Man. of the entire Israel. <clears throat> and that's why 
even though the Talmud Yerushalmi was not written in Yerushalayim, the Jerusalem Talmud was written in Tveria, but it's called Yerushalmi because that's the center and that is the root of all of the power uh, and the Kedusha and the, and the, and the uh, holiness of, of Eretz Yisrael. And in, in this t- Psalm 122, in the middle, it says, Yerushalayim habenuya ki'ir it's not Yom Yerushalayim. I'm not going to concentrate on the Yerushalayim aspect, but the Malvim says there something unbelievable. It says, Because of Yerushalayim, all of the individual limbs of Am Yisrael become united. Here she osa, as Rabbi Yeshua said, I'm sorry, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says in Yerushalmi, Ir Shehi Osa Kol Yisrael Chavirin. It's the city that makes all the Jews united, all the Jews one. <clears throat> Going on, it says in Pasuk Vav, Sha'alu Shalom Yushalayim Yishlayu Ohavayich. Those, as the Radak says, those in Galut, us in Galut, that seek out from God, the shalom in Yerushalayim, the peace in Jerusalem, that is the center. That prayer is what brings us closer. That prayer is what brings us closer to Yerushalayim, and that's what protects Yerushalayim from its enemies. But more important, Yishlayu Ohavayich, all of Am Yisrael will be in Shalva, will be in a state of peace as a result of thinking about Yerushalayim, of praying about Yerushalayim, we hopefully will get there and move there and be a part of it as well. As also the Malbim points out, Shalva is sort of an inner uh, peace as opposed to Shalom, which is more of an outer peace from the enemy. So the two happen when we pray for the Shalom, the peace from our enemies, and we have many, our enemies uh, in Yerushalayim, <clears throat> we bring an inner peace to Am Yisrael. And that's why this parak ends with Yehi Shalom Bechelech Shalva Ba'armonatayach, that we should have peace in the outer walls of Yerushalayim, and that will bring, similar idea, Shalva, that will bring an inner peace to the buildings, to the people living in Yerushalayim, to the inner. And that's Laman, Achai, Verayai, how the Tilim ends. Really, the peace that we prayed for is Laman Achai Yerayai. It's for all our brothers and sisters. We pray for peace in Yerushalayim. Laman Beit And ultimately, we want the Beit HaMidrash to be built, and that will bring the peace. I want to mention one more thing that has hit my heart. My heart has been very challenged lately, but it's hit my heart. Uh, recently, is, is Rabbi Leo D. I don't know how much you've been publicizing what he's been saying uh, on, on your airwaves, Nachum, but uh, Rabbi Leo D. suffered a terrible loss of his wife, Lucy, and Maya, his daughter, and Rina, his daughter, and the terrible attack in, uh, in Gush Etzion near Efrat. And his whole message, every time he's interviewed, Every time he's been on, on, on all international and national uh, television uh, and, and radio, and his message is that besides the fact that obviously uh, Israel is booming, besides the fact that Israel 
economically and morally is a, you know is assigned to the nation. But our main idea has to be not division, which is trying to take over our whole political and and national sphere. Our 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 message always has to be unity, and through Jewish unity, we bring peace to Yerushalayim. And of course, the opposite is what I've been saying. Peace in Yerushalayim brings Jewish unity as well. And that has to be our message in a time when people are trying to make this day a little bit more divisive. We have to prove that we have to be united and all Jewish people have to be united. As I pointed out earlier, I think today, thank God, is less divisive than it used to be. Baruch Hashem. I think everybody, uh, to whatever degree they can, acknowledges the miracle of today, acknowledges the importance of today. And really, because of the proximity, and someone pointed this out to me yesterday, because of the proximity to Israel, because we all now, no matter what our background is, have an opportunity to travel to Israel more often, to send our children to Israel more often, uh, to have Israel much closer to us, you know, quote unquote, than it used to be. I think it's one of the reasons that, thank God, one of the byproducts is uh, that people are more and more positive about Israel, about it being the future of the Jewish people, and as you said, being literally the the heart, uh, the center of, of the Jewish world, something we always emphasize, but sometimes it's hard to comprehend. And those of you out there who are understanding and appreciating the importance of this day, all I could say is keep in mind that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel and that our focus must be for the peace and safety of our holy land. Um, I said earlier, Rabbi Kramer, if, if you would have told somebody 80 years ago, right, and, and, and a, a Jewish person, of any background, 80 years ago, in the depths of despair, that there would be that there would be a 75-year-old thriving country in 2023 with everything that we enjoy, all the incredible Torah study, all the incredible innovation, all the incredible technology, all the incredible uh, families, large and small, mostly large, that are uh, living in and uh, and raising their families in a land and a state called Israel, they would never, ever have believed it. And just a few years later, this incredible miracle occurs, and we have this unique, this unique privilege of living this incre- during this incredible time. I know that people who were around 30, 40 years ago understood it and appreciated it, but the cha- some of the challenges of that era, thank God, are not here anymore. And now we really get to, uh, to, to enjoy a flourishing and incredible uh, state of Israel that has become such a powerhouse. I won't say world power. I don't know if that's fair, but I'll say a powerhouse on the world scene. Rabbi Kramer, I take Absolutely. this opportunity to wish you a Moadim Lusimchali Gulash Leimah. Uh, we should conti- continue to celebrate. By the way, I don't know if you heard, but uh, <laughs> we we played a, a one of the things we're doing, as you know, because I, I just can't do a show without him, uh, is we've been uh, uh, playing some of these segments that Mayor Weingarten prepared years ago and presented on Yom Zikaron and Yom Ha'atzmaut. And in, I heard, and in the one, I heard yesterday. And, yes. in the, and in the one this morning, he actually uh, spoke about you for a second, which was very funny. Yeah, <laughs> He's, I have to listen. He, he well, it's not that important, but he he referenced the fact that what he what he was about to say he had discussed with you on the telephone before the show had begun, which is, is again uh, at at one point there was a tradition here at JM in the AM. Yeah. I thank you very very much and Chag Sameach to you. Rabbi Benji, everyone. Thank you, Rabbi Benji Kramer. On a uh, Wednesday morning, seventy fifth anniversary of the State of Israel. Uh. 
at JM in the AM. Hamdina Hazmanit, he Harashut Hamhokeket. Moetet Hamdina Hazmanit, Zakait Lahanik, Mithamhut Zu, 
לממשלה הזמנית לשם חקיקה דחופה. ב. הוראות החוק הנובעות מהספר הלבן משנת 1939 בטלות בזה ומבוטלות. הסעיפים שלושה עשר עד חמש עשר לפקודת עלייה אלף שעה מתערבים יחד והתקנות מאה שתיים עד מאה ושבעה גימור לתקנות הגנה בסוגריים שעת חירום אלף שעה מתערבים וחמש מתפתלים בזה תקנות העברת קרקעות אלף שעה מתערבים בתהילות בזה למפרע מיום כ"ט אייר טוב רצ"ט, 18 במאי 1939. כל עוד לא ניתנו חוקים על ידי מועצת המדינה הזמנית או על פיה יעמוד בתוקפו במדינת ישראל המשפט שהיה קיים בארץ ישראל ביום ה' באייר תש"ח, 14 במאי 1948. עד כמה שהדבר עולה בד בבד עם האמור במנשר הזה, עם החוקים העתידים ועם השוניים הנוביים מהקמת המדינה ורשויותיה. ניתן היום ה' אייר תש"ח, 14 במאי 1948, מועצת המדינה הזמנית. כבר מזמן שלא טיילנו, בואו ניקח תרמיל ומקל, נגלה שוב את ארצנו, בין השבילים נמצא פינה של צל, כאן הלכו גם אבותינו, נוחשות לי האבנים, וההיסטוריה עוד צעד שהולכים, אז בוא נשחק בכנרת, בוא נשען במדבר ונראה כוכבים, אומרים שיש שלג בחרמון, וואוווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
As we celebrate Yom Ha'atzma'ut, Israel's 75th, that's Yonina with Eretz Yisrael. Oad before that with his version of Eretz Yisrael. My thanks to Rabbi Kramer, of course, and thanks to all of you for tuning in. JM and the AM. Oh, and in between, you heard the uh, Declaration of the State of Israel from 1948. From the uh, one and only David Ben-Gurion, first prime minister of Israel. Congratulations to Amuna Cohen of B'nai Nitzarim. She is the winner of the Chidona Tanakh, the International Bible Contest. We do not have a report yet on the diaspora winners, those who placed highest from the diaspora. Uh, I do keep checking the app just to see if anybody... Um, yeah. <laughs> To to the listeners that are making a to the listeners who are making a point of how much they miss Mayor Weingarten today, yeah, I am with you. Trust me, this time of year is not easy, and we're trying to uh, supplement what I'm able to do with uh, some of the things that he did in the past, as you know. But he is certainly missed. There's no question about that, and I wish there was a way for me to make that situation somewhat better. Uh, we're celebrating 75 years here at uh, JM and the AM. It's Israel Independence Day. Happy birthday, Israel. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We find a fascinating piece of Talmud in Meseches Menachos. There it says that if a person rents a house in the diaspora, he's exempt from putting up a mezuzah for the first 30 days. However, in Eretz Yisrael, he has to fix the mezuzah immediately in order to encourage the settlement of Eretz Yisrael. Shivim panim la Torah. There are 70 different faces to the Torah. I would like to suggest that the reason that he has to have fixed the mezuzah immediately is because outside of Eretz Yisrael, we are not in our true home. But when we come to Eretz Yisrael, and there we rent a home or buy a home. It is the true home of Klau Yisrael. Because of that, we have to affix the mezuzah immediately. The great Ramosh of Lelev, he had a great love for Eretz Yisrael. He wanted to go each and every day of his life. However, it came to a certain point in time that he decided he needs to go. 
And a lot of people tried to get him to stay, not to leave Eastern Europe. They all needed him. However, Ramoshev Lelov was very stubborn in his resolve. He wanted to go, and he said, My advanced age doesn't allow me to stay here not one day longer. And so it was. In Elul of 5610, Reb Lelev and his entire family, also ten Talmidim and two Gaboyim, set sail. They left the Romanian ports to Eretz Yisrael. Finally, after an arduous journey, where people tried to extort money from him, he finally reached the shores of Eretz Yisrael. It was just before the beginning of the month of Cheshvan. This was more than two months after the Lelever had already left Romania that his ship docked in Eretz Yisrael. As he was going off the ship, Ramosha told some of his closest people there, Yom Lishana, Yom Lishana, a day for each year, a day for each year. As we learn from Rashi, that the Miraglim had the punishment that we had to travel for 40 years because of the 40 days that they went to spy out Eretz Yisrael. However, no one understood that connection. No one understood what Ramoshev Lelev meant. Indeed, after living for 84 years, with the dream of going to Eretz Yisrael, 84 days after stepping onto the shores of Eretz Yisrael, Ramoshalev of Sasov returned his soul in purity and holiness to Hashem. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
as we celebrate 75 years. Libi Bamizrach done by Yaakov Shweki. Good morning. Moadim Lesimchali Gulash Lemach. Hag Sameach, everybody. Day 20 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Well, we did promise you some conversations with people who are in Israel, as we were supposed to be, uh, for this 75th anniversary of the State of Israel. And, of course, primary among them, our chairman, Mr. Ralph Rosenbaum, who's in Israel with his wife, B, And they are enjoying an amazing time, as you can imagine. They actually sent me some pictures and videos over the last few days. And you can imagine how meaningful it's been going from Yom HaZikaron to Yom HaTzmod. And now they are literally, literally touring Israel just after 2.30 in the afternoon on Yom HaTzmod Day. Ralph Rosenbaum, Chag Sameach, sir. Chag Sameach, Malcolm. How are you? How is everybody there? I'm doing fine. Uh, It looks like based on the uh, itinerary and some of the things you've been doing over the last few days that you've you've had a very meaningful trip so far. So far. Yes, we have so far good. But before I go into it, I have a I have a hello for you from Peter Abelo. Oh, Doctor Abelo, <laughs> don't okay. don't tell me he's your tour guide. He's our tour guide. That's correct. I said I was going to say a little you on the air about him. But correct. Oh, is that great? <laughs> that is one of a we we just we just recently saw him at Yoshua's wedding, which was amazing. That's so yeah. great. So great you get to spend that time with a phenomenal tour guide, Baruch Hashem. Um, all right, so what's been going on? I mean, I, I know that uh, yesterday, obviously, you spent the time in Israel uh, at the Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day activities. Today, it's obvious from what you've sent me that you've been celebrating uh, with everybody in Israel the 75th birthday of the State of Israel. Describe the experience for us. First of all, the experience yesterday at Yom HaZikaron, after, after the um, ceremony, uh, that we went to, we went to visit people who were killed, who were killed by the enemy, who were killed either by in the war or in the in the war or or by terrorist activity. We we we, we went with one fund and we went to visit people. We heard about their stories. It was very emotional. We then we go into to last night into Yom Hazikaron and we we get into Yom Hazikaron and what we're seeing there is is uh, is Shlomo Katz leading, having singing, doing a marib with Hollywood last night. People dancing, dancing in the courtyard. People dancing in the uh, in the courtyard. The places where I got dragged into the circle. It was a wonderful, wonderful experience. It's very, very, very difficult to hear you, Ralph. But it does sound like uh, you were part of a big celebration that was led by Shlomo Katz last night. Uh, I can only imagine how many people were there uh, taking part in that uh, celebration. Uh, that must have been quite a yeah. highlight. It was quite a highlight. It was, just, it was at Liberty State Park. It was at the Liberty Park. It was at, 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 at Liberty Park. Then we went, and that was with Shlomo Katz. Then we went to Dolphin's School. School. And we saw um, we saw Mishai Rebo leading us. But the best part is, this is this is you, your listeners are your listeners are going to remember this. From it was it was a, a alumnus from from the Miami Boys Choir, Jonathan Pele. He is now a grandson. He is now a grandfather. He sang. His son sang. And his grandson sang, and they were doing all old MB, MB, Miami Boys Choir 
Well, again, it's hard to hear you, but it sounds like the Pillay family, led by Dr. Jonathan Pillay and his, uh, <laughs> it sounded like son and grandson, uh, participated in the Ishai Rebo concert at Sultan's Pool last night. That's pretty unique and pretty amazing. I actually just saw him. Where did I just see him? I think, oh yeah, when we landed back in New York, right after Pesach, uh, he was on that same flight with us. Um, so that's, well, that, 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 that's a cool highlight, to say the least. Oh, it was. It was an excellent highlight, and, and, and crowd who knew him, let's put it this way, you had the young kids there who didn't know what was going on, but you had these people my age and so on who remember these songs being sung. It was a wonderful, wonderful experience from that perspective, a wonderful experience. How would you describe the street scene in Israel? I know you're on a bus touring right now, uh, but how would you describe the uh, the atmosphere? How would you describe the spirit? How would you describe uh, people and how they are celebrating the 75 years today? The flags are everywhere. People are dressed in white and blue. People are celebrating. People are, are just, it just, it just, bar, well, that was barbecue time today, and there was some last night, but now it's, it's people in, on the streets walking about, having the flags, going to different types of events that happen around Jerusalem. You can wear Jerusalem around Jerusalem. So, around Jerusalem, that was one. The Yom HaZikaron, Yom Atzmoet programs that you were at, I believe, were the ones affiliated with Mizrahi. Uh, could you describe to us what type of week they've set up for people from around the world this week? Well, the Mizrahi group, the Mizrahi group set, set up the Yom HaZikaron, the Yom, the Yom HaZikaron, and, and then starting tomorrow and Friday, there's going to be a conference with, uh, talking about what is, I don't even recall some of the Topics that we, there's going to be issues, educational issues. What can we do to help the Jewish community? What is going What is going on within the Jewish community? Can we? Uh, what, what's going on? Believe it or not, uh, we have people that are the rabbis. There are not enough rabbis. Things like that. So that is that is basically some of the some of the conferences, some of the um, seminars in the next two days. Our friends at Mizrahi promised a big celebratory week and they uh, between the commemoration of Yom HaZikaron and the celebration of Yom Hatzma'ut, they certainly came through with that. And they've also uh, set up, as Ralph just described, an incredible World Orthodox Israel Congress, which is going to start later today and go through Friday, where they will explore, as Rabbi Tarragon has told us on the air, uh, some incredibly important topics on the um, uh, on the international scene, uh, important and vital to the Jewish community, and they are attracting, as Ralph will be able to tell us once he meets all these people, they are attracting an incredible roster of both people from Israel and from outside of Israel who are going to be part of it. And you, Mr. Rosenbaum, get to be there throughout the entire week, Baruch Hashem. Yes, we're turning right now into the Ozbek on the Ozbek Named after the two boys that were killed. This is where we are now. Wow. This is where we're going to right now. Ralph, not, not, not very easy to understand because there's something something with this phone line that's not right. It could be maybe because of the area that you're in. But I want to take this opportunity to wish you and B a happy 75th. Uh, we knew that at least, uh, at least one of us would be in Israel for this auspicious occasion. Uh, let's make a commitment, Mr. Rosenbaum. We'll make a commitment right now. We'll do everything in our power to be at the 100th anniversary of the State of Israel together. How's that? Diamond and God's on, absolutely. Amen. We will speak when I when I return. Please God. That'll be in twenty forty eight, by the way, everybody. Twenty forty eight, please God. 
for the 100th anniversary of the state of Israel. Ralph Rosenbaum with his wife B in Israel enjoying what uh, is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Celebrate 75 years after the Yom Hazikaron commemoration, the big celebration for Yom Ha'atzmaut. And as you heard, uh, with their affiliation with the Mizrahi organization, who we have tremendous respect for, uh, they are going to be spending the rest of this week on important topics and meeting with some incredible people from around the world as well. More coming up. We are trying our hardest to keep everybody connected to the state of Israel. Remember, the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel, and we are celebrating its first 75 years at JM in the AM. Been a lot of places. I've been all around the world. Seen a lot of faces, never know where I was on the horizon. Ooh, well, I know, I know, I know, I know, so I'll be rising back home. No, we won't forget where we came from. The city won't change us, we beat to the same drum. No, we won't forget where we came from. The city won't change us. We beat to the same drive. Don't forget where you belong. It's hard to commit to it. You say that it's hard standing still. Don't you know that I spend all my nights counting backwards the days till I'm home?
a.m. in the a.m. with the Maccabees. That's called home. Well, our dear late friend, Mayor Weingarten, uh, such an important part of our Yom Atzimut special each and every year. We are incorporating, as is now uh, our tradition, we are incorporating some of the segments that Mayor presented over the years into our Yom Atzimut program. Here is a one that we call Alkol Ela, and you're listening to JM in the AM. All right, more coming up. Mayor Weingarten, I think it is time, finally, yeah. to share with the audience that brilliant Alkol Ela. How could we have a 70th anniversary celebration without a version of Alkol Ela? And you and thousands of others, frankly, maybe hundreds of thousands at this point, have come across one of the most amazing versions ever. Tell us about it. The uh, This... Uh, outfit this um, innovation called Kululam, yep. which is a play on Kulam. All of us. All of us, because it's uh, the the idea is to get large groups of people to come together from all different backgrounds and from all different places and to be united through song. Right. It's a beautiful thing, and so the Kululam, and so it's Kulam, it's Ulam. Right, we know what that a means. Big hall, <laughs> right? And it's and it, although it's spelled differently, it's also the sound of coal. Right. So you know everything yeah, together. Put it right? all together. And put it all together. It's <laughs> Kululam, and it, it, it you know it was only established one year ago, and it has just taken off, and everybody in Israel just loves it. And I think they've made a big splash with these last three uh, videos. Mm. One was uh, for Yom Hashoah, which was Chai. Right. You know, with Zashir, survivors. They brought three and four generations of survivors, 600 survivors. And then they did Al-Kol Eilu, which was the idea of um, um, President Rivlin, that uh, they should do Al-Kol Eilu. And he is there in the video. He, he opens the video, actually, by sh- turning on the light of the theater. They did it in uh, what we used to call Yad Aliyahu. Or Nokia. Or, or Nokia. Or Miftachim. Or Menorah Miftachim. Menorah Miftachim, they call it that, right? 12,000. Whoa. Whoa. Our Facebook Live may have just gone down. <laughs> Our Facebook Live is dead, but but we'll resuscitate it. That's right, that's So they Shia. did it in this massive 12,000 12, people singing together right. with Shlomi Shabbat, and it is just awesome. You're going to play it from. Oh, you want, oh, yeah, I'll do it from here. Why not? From the video. 100%. Give me a second, and we you, will do you, it for you, everybody. If you watch the video, then you'll be able to tell people about it afterwards. Well, you sent me... No, you sent... I sent you an MP3 and a link. You sent... No, that was Hallelujah. I'm sorry. I didn't right. send you the high. Okay, Correct. so you want me to... Yes, go right ahead. Uh, which one set. are we doing now? The We're doing the Alkalela. Oh, so I have to find it. On this Yomat's Mood number 70. And then the Maccabees are going to be joining us. My God, we have so much going on here today. What a... We know how to celebrate. Oh, we know gosh. how to celebrate. Go to Facebook Live right now, Nahum Single Network. Go to Facebook right now, Nahum Single Network. You can watch everything happening in our blue and white studio. Okay. Go to Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network. Mayor, take it away.
J.M. in the A.M. 
12,000 strong with Alcolela. Pretty remarkable. Wow. That's like having uh, that's like having 2,000 Maccabee groups together. Put it all together and there you have it.
in the AM, hour number two complete of our 75th anniversary celebration of the State of Israel on this Yom Ha'atzmaut morning in America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio, around the world of web and NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network and, of course, any beloved NSN app. I remind you, our friends at Lamdenu have a Yom Ha'atzmaut program for women this morning, 9 o'clock this morning here in Teaneck, New Jersey. It's Filat Chagigit with Dr. Ann Shinar. 10.30 for Shirei Eretz Yisrael with Dr. Marsha Edelman and at 11.30 Israeli movies and discussion. Information about all of this, you can email lamdenu613 at gmail.com. Again, lamdenu613 at gmail.com. The Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills has a community event this coming Shabbat in celebration of Yom Ha'atzmaut. Guest scholar by Dr. Ari Lam. He'll speak both Shabbos morning and prior to uh, Mincha and then uh, Shalashudis as well. Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills has a special community Shabbos in celebration of Yom Ha'atzmaut. This coming Shabbos with guest scholar by Dr. Ari Lam. Contact the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills office at 718 261 Nine seven two three seven one eight two six one nine seven two three. More from the late great Mayor Weingarten next at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world the web and AlchemSegal.com on the AlchemSegal Network and of course any beloved NSN app. Um, all right. What else can you tell us about Yamats Mut uh, Mar Weingarten? Well what thoughts do you have today on this seventieth anniversary? From, um of Yoel Binun, mm, who has an amazing book. I hope it gets translated into English. It's mm. called Nes Kibbutz Galuyot, The Miracle of the Ingathering of the Exiles. Right. He points out that there's a pasuk in Yirmiyahu that says, Meaning that there will come a day when the kibbutz galuyot, the renew, the, set, the next time around, the kibbutz galuyot will be greater than the Yitziat Mitzrayim, and you say, how could that be greater than Yitziat Mitzrayim? And Uvyol points out that he believes that these psukim are talking about us, our generation, and he says, what happened in Yitziat Mitzrayim? We were all in one place, and God took us out. What happened in our generations? We were everywhere. And God brought us back. That's a much bigger trick. <laughs> Forget, and, and think about what had to happen historically in order for that to happen. L- last, the last part of it is the Soviet Union collapses in right. order for the Jews from the Soviet Union to come. Right. And all the things that happened along the way, the Jews from the Arab world, from the North Africa, from Mesopotamia who came in the 50s, all these things that just you can't imagine all the historical trends that happened in order for this prophecy to be fulfilled as it is fulfilled now. Pretty remarkable, huh? Like you say, that's quite a trick. Yeah. You know, when Rav Herzog was, um, I believe Rav Herzog was in the United States or in England, I don't remember, and uh, World War II broke out and they um, told him maybe mm-hmm. you shouldn't go back. And he said, we have a promise. All right. There's two churbanot, there will not be a third churban, and he went back. Right. Uh, we have a strong promise from somebody whose word we rely on, usually. The one above. <laughs> whose word we take seriously. Yeah, we take it seriously. The one above, he's promised it to us. It's And by the way, he put it in a book. Yeah. In writing. In writing. <laughs> Call the Tanakh. Open it up. Which is in itself is an interesting concept. And read it, and you'll see everything that's happening. 
שם תואם, אני שומע ורואה כאן במקום הזה את כל מה שהיה ואת כל מה שעוד יהיה רק במקום הזה אני שייך, הלב נמשך, אני בוכה להישאר
השמש במרום, וציפור על סף הדלת מצייצת לשלום. כמה בוקר, כמה שקט, כמה שמש בצהוב, ושרים ילדה וילד, כמה טוב לי. יש דגנים ויש גבינות, גם שוקו וחלב, על פרוסה עם רכיבה בדם שנוהב. כמה בוקר, כמה תכלת, כמה שמש במרום, וציפור על סוף הדלק מצייצת לשלום. כמה בוקר, כמה שקט, כמה שמש בצהוב, ושרים ילדה וילד, כמה טוב לי. לדלת נמהר, איזה כיף יהיה בגן, כדאי לא לאחר. כמה בוקר, כמה תכלת, כמה שמש במרום, וציפור על סף הדלת מצייצת לשלום. כמה בוקר, כמה שקט, כמה שמש וצהוב, ושרים ילדה וילד, כמה טוב לי. Wednesday morning broadcast as we are celebrating the 75th anniversary of the State of Israel together on this Yom HaTzmaut. Mo'adim l'simchali gulash leimah. Chag Sameach, everybody. We have, uh, we have asked the question. We have asked this question probably every year. Can those in the diaspora get the feeling that they have in Israel on Yom HaTzmaut? Can we duplicate what our brothers and sisters are feeling on Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaTzmut in Israel in the diaspora. And of course, uh, for this answer, we are going to our students from the young, excuse me, our students from the Yeshiva of Flapush. Yeshiva of Flapush, as uh, we pointed out yesterday, had this remarkable and incredible commemoration and then celebration uh, that went from Yom HaZikaron into the 75th anniversary celebration of the State of Israel. This is something that uh, Rabbi Hertzberg and Rabbi Taidi uh, previewed for us yesterday. Uh, so today we are speaking with uh, Yeshiva of Flapush High School Juniors, Emma Dayan and Victor Braca, who are going to give us a review of what they experienced yesterday. Emma, Chag Sameach to you. Chag Sameach. Victor, Chag Sameach to you. Chag Sameach to you as well. All right, we're going to ask both of you to give us your impressions of what happened last night at the Ford Amphitheater in Brooklyn, New York. I'm reminding our listeners that 4,000 people gathered to participate in a Yom HaZikaron commemoration and then a Yom HaTzma'ut celebration. Emma, we'll start with you. Tell us how things went last night. Wow. It was, the most, it was one of the most powerful events of the year. You see 4,000 people gathered. There's lights. There's music. There's, you feel the achdut in the air. It's like... 
all the families come together from the elementary school and middle school, and you're just dancing together and you're celebrating together with your friends, with your family, with your teachers. And it's this powerful feeling that you can't really get anywhere else. And Victor, how would you describe the uh, atmosphere at the beginning when Yom Zikaron, Israel Memorial Day, was the focus? And then the atmosphere as the night went on and the big Yom Hatzmut celebration set in. So it was the most powerful thing. We started off with the Yom Zikaron commemoration, um, which we were, and we were able to remember the soldiers um, and then right after that, we went into the Yom Ha'atzma'ut celebration, just like they do in Israel. When it's sunset, we, we go from Yom Ha'atzma'ut to Yom Ha'atzma'ut. We go from commemorating the soldiers to celebrating our nation. It was really, it was really a powerful thing. Now, why do you think, and, and you know, I, there's no wrong answer to this question. Why do you think thousands of people want to be part of, of a program like last night. Emma, what was the feeling you were getting why so many families and so many people, young and old, wanted to be there for what the Yeshiva of Flatbush did? I think something special about Flatbush in itself is that everyone loves to be together and everyone likes to be there for each other. So when we have some sort of major event, you really got the whole school coming. And like that special feeling is that something everyone wants to be a part of. But especially on Yom HaSnaud and Yom HaZikaron, since there's two such powerful days, like you had the shofar blowing, we had the halal together, we had Arvit together, and this video and the siren on Yom Azikaron, and I think that's something very powerful people want to be a part of. And then the celebration that switches from the morning to really, really celebration and lights and action is something that everyone wants to be a part of because it's such a special day. Victor, were you surprised that so many thousands wanted to be there last evening and enjoyed it the way they did? I'm not gonna lie. I was, I was um, a little surprised in the beginning, um, seeing that many people coming together, um, that many people at a time celebrating, really partying. I was, I was a little surprised in the beginning, and then as the night progressed, as I was, I, I enjoyed the concert along with everybody else. I realized why everyone was here. The, the feeling you get being together celebrating Amisael, it was really, it was really a special feeling. And, um, and I really, I could see why so many people uh, around 4,000 people came together for this event as a way to celebrate Yom Ha'atzma'ut. Even though we may not be in Israel, we could get, we could also celebrate a good amount. Oh, you just hit on the point that we've been trying to make for two days here. And that is that people are outside of Israel. So many in the diaspora, no matter where they are in this globe, can certainly commemorate these two special days in their own community, just like the Yeshiva of Flatbush does as a uh, as a spearheader of this type of event every single year. Victor Braca and Emma Dayan are juniors at the Yeshiva of Flatbush High School. Now, both of you, I've been told, both of you participated in uh, Rabbi Besser's Chesed mission to Israel just a couple of months ago. And one of the great things uh, uh, that your generation is really enjoying is the fact that the bridge between Israel and us here in New York is much shorter than it ever was. Uh, we're able to go with our families, thank God, on a much more regular basis than people in the past. We're able to go with our congregations and our friends and certainly study in Israel. I'm sure that's something that you're very, very much aware of. Uh, could you both give us one memory or, or one feeling or something about the atmosphere 
year of being in Israel on the mission and what it meant to you uh, to be in the Holy Land during that time. Emma, what do you recall from the trip to Israel just a couple of months ago? I think my first like moment of really, really wow was when I stood in front of the Kotel, which of course you're going to say, yeah, fine. But it was really for me like we're Jews and we're in this land after so many, so many years. And that's like really, really insane to think about because for so many generations, we didn't have Israel. We didn't have this place where a nation could come together and be one. And then you see yourself, you're standing in front of the Kotel, you see all the people that are surrounding you and you're like, wow, I'm home. This is where I'm meant to be. So I think that was really one of my most powerful moments. Amazing. Uh, Victor, what do you remember about that great journey recently to Israel? So it was really, it was really amazing. I think the most powerful thing for me, um, and if Shabbat Friday afternoon, we went to the claimant's house, um, by the old city and the, the this couple, they host soldiers every week, um, at, by their house for Shabbat. And we sang with them. We danced with them before Shabbat. We, re, we entered Shabbat with them. It was really beautiful. And again, all this while overlooking the Kotel it was really, it was really something else. And really the, the, the atmosphere, like that is Israel, you know, coming together, um, coming together, Jerusalem, the Kotel, singing, right? Entering Shabbat is really like, that's, that's the most Israel you could get. And we, I think everyone on the trip felt it. It was really amazing. Oh, phenomenal. Uh, Emma, Victor, have you been briefed on what today is going to be like? Emma, have you been told what the schedule is in your high school today? I'm not 100% sure. We're definitely going to have some Rikudim and donuts and all the fun things. (laughs) Um, I know the choir is going to be performing some Israel songs, but Victor might know better than I do. Victor, uh, do you think there'll be an appropriate menu and appropriate activities for Yom HaTzmud at the Yeshiva of Flatbush today? Uh, The menu, of course. Yeah, the menu, only the best. (laughs) Only the best in Flatbush. And um, Rikudim as well. Uh, school-wide, school-wide shacharit, um, sounds, and... For, I was going to say, it sounds like there'll be some falafel available at some point, right? Um, I, I really <laughs> hope so. I really hope I so. I would think so. I mean, after all, it's Yom Ha'atzmut, you know? Yeah. Uh, Well, I thank both of you. Um, As we've been trying to tell people for the last two days in the world of education, um, we have to, uh, in the diaspora, we have to more and more incorporate the importance of Yom HaZikaron and the celebration of Yom HaTzmud into the uh, lives of the uh, uh, elementary school children, the high school children, certainly uh, uh, every generation, uh, parents, grandparents, uh, everybody has to be more and more aware of how important these days are. And uh, obviously, as we've been pointing out, Yeshiva Flappush does a great job at it. Uh, Victor, thanks so much for joining us and continued good luck to you and Chag Sameach. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Emma, Chag Sameach to you. Best regards to everybody at the Yeshiva Flappush. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. To our friends at Yeshiva Flappush, I thank everybody at Hertzberg and I thank everybody out there who's uh, spending time during their school day reminding the students, teachers, parents, faculty, just how important a day this is. A day of miracles, the 75th birthday of the State of Israel. (laughs) 
Wednesday morning, we celebrate Yom Ha'atzmaut together, the 75th anniversary of the State of Israel. That was Eretz Yisrael Yafa here at JM in the AM. Uh, well, one of the people that, uh, as we described on Friday, one of the people who has this incredible privilege of uh, being in Israel for Yom Ha'atzmaut and uh, celebrating with his Talmidim, with his students, and with people from around the world through his role with Mizrahi, is uh, Rabbi Ruvain Tarragon, who is with us live via telephone. Rabbi Tarragon is Dean of Overseas Students at Yeshiva Dakota. You can imagine how much of a celebration they're enjoying today. And he's Educational Director of the World Mizrahi Movement. And as we've been telling you, Mizrahi is in between um, some amazing events and their upcoming Congress, which begins later today, which will bring very influential figures from around the world together for some very important discussions and more. And... Um, we welcome Rabbi Tarragon to our airwaves here at JMDM. Moadim l'simchali gulash lema. Chag It's great to be able to share with you and your listeners about the special days we're experiencing here in Eretz Yisrael. Oh, I appreciate that very much. And uh, those of you out there who are uh, listening from around the world, uh, let me tell you, the <laughs> with everything that we're doing and we're experiencing, the amazing and incredible celebration that's going on in Israel cannot possibly be matched. Even with what we're doing, we can't possibly match it. Uh, Rabbi Tarragon, let's begin with the, um, with the actual um, uh, uh, transition from Yom Zikaron to Yom Ha'atzmud. How would you describe the celebration so far as it's going on today? You know, you mentioned the transition. It's part of what's beautiful about the way we celebrate the state of Israel. The Jewish people are the only people in the world who move from the depths of crying to the apex of, apex of celebration. And that's the way we celebrate here in Israel. First, we appreciate what we've lost, the price we paid for what we have. And from that, we're able to celebrate what we've given so much for. And that's the way it works in Israel. We have what's called a Tekes Ma'avar, a transition ceremony, which begins by reflecting at the end of Yom Zikaron on the lives lost, and then into the celebration of Yom Atzmud. And the celebration this year has been very, very powerful. We all know the challenges Israel has been facing in recent months, and I think it's helped people gain a better appreciation of something we sometimes take for granted. Whatever debates, whatever issues there may be, should remind us of how much we should appreciate the fact that God has given us this great gift. And someone pointed out to me yesterday that over the years, now as we are celebrating 75, uh, there's less and less um, ambivalence to the state of Israel, that more and more Jews around the world, no matter their background and no matter their how they grew up and what they've been taught, there's a greater appreciation. People understand why today is a day of miracles. They understand why the state of Israel is so vital. They even understand how the state of Israel uh, is, uh, is the, uh, the future of the Jewish people. Do you get that feeling that no matter what camp one might be from, there's a greater recognition of the state of Israel at this point? It's such an interesting, important, and I think true point. I think there's been a closing of the gap between worlds and less about this world and that world and debate. There definitely still are fringes, but I think most of the Torah world believes that what we're experiencing is something special and godly. How exactly you formulate what it means and what exactly is your view on the state, notwithstanding, you appreciate and are thankful for what we're experiencing today. And if I had to pinpoint it, 
I think there are four things that the Nevi'im spoke about that we're seeing the realization of. The first is the ingathering of the Jewish people from over 100 countries around the world, an unprecedented event where people scattered for 2,000 years decide on their own to return to a land they haven't been to for so long. And number two, the miracle of life in Israel. Like the prophet Zechariah said, one day there'll be old people sitting in the streets of Jerusalem. That was a chiddush because Jews weren't allowed in Jerusalem. Yeah. And the way Israel is flowering. And number three, the fact that the land has started producing again after 2,000 years of laying barren. And four, the Jewish independence. The fact that Jews can finally rule themselves when not controlled by others, which the Gemara identifies as Yemosa Mashiach. And the fact that all these things could be happening, to say that it's happening without it being something significant, it's a tough sell, and I think Jews appreciate that. And like you said, we realize, which we've always known, that the future of the Jewish people is here in Israel, and we're all working wherever we are in the world to try and strengthen that. Rabbi Ruvain Tarragon with us from Israel on the 75th anniversary of the State of Israel. Uh, by the way, just a note about what you just said. Halavai, you know how it is. When, when you're in it, it's sometimes hard to see it. Halavai, all of us should recognize those four miraculous categories that you just described it's not always easy to see when you're living through it uh, i hope and pray that a day like today opens up more and more eyes to what you just described i can share something about what you just said there was a famous study done where they showed people a blank piece of paper and asked people what they saw and they said a piece of paper then they put a small black dot in the middle of the paper and asked people what do you see now they said a black dot the paper was still 99.9% white, but sometimes people focus on the black dot. There's a lot to see, and there's a lot of struggles, and there's a lot of challenges, but we have to see the big picture. And the big picture is a miracle that uh, and anyone from two or 300 years ago would have dream- or could only have dreamt of. And we have to sometimes pinch ourselves, while we're dreaming, to wake up and appreciate that, and that's what Yom Atzimut is about. Rabbi Tarragon is with us. Remember, he has a uh, position as ex- educational director of the World Mizrahi Movement. They have a very, very big week this week, which I want to touch on for a moment, uh, as they bring together, as he uh, described to us uh, last week, they bring together uh, hundreds of great Jewish leaders from around the world in different categories and different walks of Jewish life uh, to discuss issues, to get initiatives started, etc., etc. When Mizrahi, when when Miz- when World Mizrahi uh, recently gets involved in something, uh, there's a lot of activity. There's a lot of stuff going on. By the way, Rabbi Tarragon, we may have stumbled, you and I, upon something very interesting based on uh, what we just discussed in this conversation. Um, one of the things that Rav Daron Peretz and you and others who are with Mizrahi have been lauded uh, for is the fact that the umbrella uh, the the inclusiveness of, of world Mizrahi is so way beyond what it used to be. And people from all walks of Jewish life feel comfortable giving their impressions and their support of Israel through your organization. I wonder if, to a degree, uh, you're the beneficiaries of this period of time, as we just described. I don't know if it could have happened 10, 20 years ago. But now people are more open to be open about their feelings regarding Israel and to, uh, and, and, and to enjoy this more inclusive group. Um, may, maybe timing is everything in this case. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has it all worked out, and he sends us to the right place at the right time. And I agree with you 100%. World Mizrahi is working very hard to include the whole total world that connects to Eretz Yisrael. And people like Rav Zevlef and Rav Hanoch Teller, Rabbi Nissel, uh, people who maybe weren't involved in these kind of things before, Shira Smiles. I don't know if you're familiar, Nachum, we have a weekly 
Parsha publication that right. includes 25 writers from around the world right. every week on the Parsha. And it includes Shira Smiles, Rev. Israel Reisman from the Torah Das, sure. Rev. Y.Y. Jacobson from the Chabad world, um, and others. And, 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 and that's a beautiful thing to see Rev. Herschel Schechter and Rev. Israel Reisman writing on page next to each other. That's something the Torah world very much needs, and it's something we're doing our best to work on. Yeah, and we appreciate that that, that revolution that Mizrahi has really been at the forefront of. Um, okay, so now just describe the next couple of days. Uh, you, 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 you said it for us last week. I just summed it up earlier, but it's essentially Jewish leadership from around the world getting together, uh, discussing topics, uh, important uh, initiatives being introduced. You're taking advantage of the fact that so many people are in Israel at this time for the 75th anniversary and making the most of it. If I could just take a back, Nachman, and give sure. you a scoop. Okay, yeah. a big scoop. Love scoops. Last night we had a Yom, Yom Atzmut celebration, a, a concert in Sultan's Pools right outside the York City. And the build main event was Yishai Rebo, who we all know and love. Right. But there was a surprise appearance that I want to let you know about. <laughs> we may we have brought, and we, for the first. I, I was just going to say, we may have revealed this already this morning. We go right ahead. Did you mention the Miami Boys Choir? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't listening. We had our chairman, Ralph Rosenbaum, who's who's there with you. In fact, you'll see him. You'll see him at the Congress over the next couple of days. Uh, he told us about the Palais family and that unique presentation last night. And I got to tell you that I think for most people, they would have preferred that. <laughs> as great as Yishai Rebo was, too. And hopefully they'll be back on stage now and we'll get this revival of the Miami Boys Choir alumni uh, Olim con- uh, uh, group. <laughs> I love it. But now getting to your question, getting to your question, I didn't know the scoop was already out, out of the bag, <laughs> but as you mentioned, we're bringing together delegates from 48 countries around the world. If you think about the Zionist Congress last week only had 38 countries, so it's really broad. Um, delegates from Orthodox communities, so it's really the Torah world being represented, 1,000 delegates, 250 cities, and as you mentioned, um, from different types of organizations, shuls, schools, shaduchim, chesed, media, the goal being to start something. The Congress is not meant to be the climax. It's meant to be the beginning of working together as a global community. All of us live in the global world today. We have to help the total world work together globally. It'll strengthen all of us. And so we're addressing all the issues the communities face, but more importantly, we're forging these relationships of how we're going to continue working beyond. And of course, the place to do that is in Yerushalayim, the Ir Shechubra La Yachtov that brings Jews together. And... At this time, Yom Atzimut, I also wanted to mention one last thing. I don't know if you're aware, Nachum, that uh, tomorrow there's planned a major protest in Yerushalayim. It's called the Million Man Protest. It's the right wing, the ones who are for the judicial reform. So I think it's more than symbolic that on a day when people are protesting on this side and protesting on that side, there's a group coming together to build and forge Achtut and how we work together not uh, irrespective of what your opinion is on what Israel is facing, the importance of emphasizing our mutual, what we share, our bond, and the fact that we want to work together on the things that we agree on, which is most of what we deal with. Phenomenal. Send our best to Rav Daron. We wish you and the entire uh, Mizrahi uh, organization tremendous Hatzlacha with what's happening over the next couple of days, and we are sure that it's going to be uh, bearing a lot of very important fruit for the Jewish world, that's for sure. Kolak Avod. And Mo'adim Simchali Gulash Lema. Nachan, can I end with one last quick thought? Sure. We say in Halal, Zahayom Asah Hashem, Nagila Venis The word bow is unclear what it modifies. 
does it modify the Yom, Ze Yom, Asa Hashem, Nagila Vinisvacha Bayom, or does it modify Hashem? Ze Yom Asa Hashem, Nagila Vinisvacha Bob Hashem. The Zohar says that it means both and they're really the same. When we celebrate whatever we celebrate in life, we have to make sure we remember to connect it back to the one who's given it to us. And that's something very important in Yom Atzmah because there's many who celebrate the state itself. We celebrate the gift and the one who gives it to us. And that's what I encourage everyone to think about today, to realize from what we're experiencing, how much we should be able to see God in our lives and appreciate our relationship with him as we return to his home. Phenomenal. It's all because of the miracle um, brought to us by the one above and what an important message that is. Uh, Rabbi Ruvain Tarragon, Dean of Overseas Students, Yeshiva Akotel, Educational Director of the World Mizrahi Movement. They have a very big week this week in Israel. Kalakavod, Chag Sameach, and thanks so much for joining us, Rabbi Tarragon. Chag Sameach, Yeshikoch for all your work, Nachem. I appreciate that. More coming up. It is, in fact, Chag Sameach at JM in the AM. Celebrating 75 years of the state of Israel. J.M. in the A.M. Kachov Lavan, blue and white. We're celebrating on this Wednesday 75 years of the state of Israel. 
Today's day 20 in the counting of the Omer, day number 20. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Keep that in mind. Um, what else did I want to remind everybody about? So our, uh, oh, someone, right, I wanted to mention that someone on the app had had written that um, the two first place, the two, the first two places in the Chidon Tanakh were uh, women this year. First time in 17 years that the, uh, that the first time in 17 years that it is a, um, what do we call it? Chatan Tanakh, so Kala Tanakh. it's a Kala Tanakh. Uh, Emuna Cohen is the winner of the Chidona Tanakh. So first time, at, at least that's what uh, someone reported on our app. Um, <laughs> Listener Tikva says, beautiful what Rabbi Tarragon said about Zehayom Hasah Hashem. I'm sure Mayer said that idea as well in one of our Yomatzmut specials. Yeah, very possible. Speaking of Mayer, we're incorporating some of Mayor Weingarten's presentations into our Yomatzmut special this year. Here's another one for you at JM in the AM. At the state of Israel, we, does we spoke about earlier that somebody asked Rav Yol Benun, you know, how could how could this be the Gula if um, it's being carried out by people who are not observant? Right. So a similar question was asked to the Nitziv of Volozhin. Yeah. And Torah scholar. Yes, great. The Rosh Yeshiva of Volozhin. Right. And um, it was asked him several times, more than once. We have letters that that he's written back to people. And in many cases, it was coming from people who were collecting tzedakah locally who were upset that the Nitziv had okayed putting up tzedakah boxes for the uh, farmers in Eretz Israel. Right. So he gets a letter and says, you know, how can you support what's going on in Eretz Israel uh, when the, it's being carried out by people that are not Shomer Shabbat and so forth. And he, he writes that it is clear to him to the Nitziv, that God is now carrying out the promises that he had made to us. How do we know? By his actions. By the fact that the Jewish people are returning to the land of Israel, that they're, that they're farming the land of Israel, that they're building houses, and that it, it is, it's a growing and burgeoning thing. That's how God is showing us that he is bringing the Geulah. Now, you don't like the fact that the people that are doing it are not orthodox in the way that you would want them to be? Well, it ain't your business because it ain't your geula. It's God's, and he's going to decide how he's going to do it. And that's what the Nitziv repeats in several, and he, he has a tartar that goes with it about Moshe. He said in times of Moshe, Moshe was the guy who was the, in the palace of the king. He, he was going to be, I mean, Aaron, you know, was a from yeah, guy. He was a from yeah, guy. Yeah, Moshe, a who grew up Egyptian? Moshe, right. How could he? Who essentially had an Egyptian stepmother? And, and God says, I'm doing, the, I'm doing this. This is me. I'm doing this. I'm taking care of it. You stay out of it. And, and the Nitziv <laughs> uses the words, lo let's not be oiber chachomim. Right. It's happening. You can't miss it. It's happening. Right. It's not happening the way you want. Well, tough luck.
Have, uh, I want to share with you a beautiful song that just came out. Okay. Um, Let me pot up this for you. Go ahead. Okay. There you go. It is based on words of Rav Cook mm. that called the land of Israel and the people of Israel, the, the nation of Israel on its land, Yesod Kisei Hashem Ba'olam, the foundation of God's chair. The seat of God. The seat of God in this world. And um, the um, artist, Yochai Ben-Avi, who's getting very popular, we've played a lot of his music on the Israel show, um, wrote, I mean, this, the words are just awesome, and I'll share just a few of them with you. Sure. Mizot olamin hamidbar. Obviously, these, these interact with, with biblical uh, texts. Mizot olamin hamidbar from Shir Shirim. Who... Who is this that is coming up from the desert? Kamomi tochalom, like 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 from a dream, right? Bitsaadim kitanim himit oreret, which is so important to understand. Slow, small steps. She's waking up, very small steps. Who believed this prophecy that we had carried with us? Here the day is coming. Which of course goes back to, we know it from L'Chadodi, but it's actually originally from Isaiah, who had some nice things to say also, right? <laughs> and so forth. She doesn't even know who she is. She forgot her past. And we, we're not sure how much she's going to shine in the future. And from the depths of the fear she hears from within herself an old voice a new voice as mevaser kol mevaser mevaser veomer yesod kisei hashem ba'olam shekol cheftzahu sheyeh hashem echad ushmo echad there's more we'll just let you enjoy the song um yochai ben avi just released a couple of days ago uh yesod kisei hashem ba'olam 
J.M. and the A.M. We're celebrating Yomats Ma'ut here at J.M. and the A.M. Yes. 
My brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, web NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. No better way to wrap up a Yom Ha'atzmaut special than, of course, with this, the Hatikva, as we commemorate and celebrate 75 years. That was sheer soul, by the way, with Am Yisrael Chai to close out our broadcast, and I thank all of you for celebrating with us this auspicious occasion. 75 years of the State of Israel. My thanks to those who called in from Israel. My thanks to those who helped us celebrate on our telephone lines. My thanks to all of you who are in touch via the app. Uh, thank you for making this Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaTzmoot uh, programming as, uh, as wonderful as it was. And... Uh, we look forward to 25 years from today, celebrating the 100th birthday of the State of Israel, please God, in 2048. Let's all get there uh, healthy and um, and meet together then in the Holy Land. Have a wonderful Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.